Welcome aboard the Little Red Bandwagon, your podcast that is inspired by, or at least by fans of the podcast, Too Beautiful to Live, coming to you from my home office in Dressing Room Studios in the historic Allentown neighborhood of Buffalo, New York. I'm Bobby Pape, and joining me from the Deer Blind Studios in the Mountain Room at the ranch in Manchac, Texas, it's Mike the Jail Dude Frizzell. Good morning, Mike. Good morning, Bobby. And in middle-aged Momish Studios in Austin, Texas... It's Hillary H. Baum, Livingston Butler. Good morning, Hillary. Good morning. I feel like Luke and Andrew because you know how they're like, oh my God, there's a really loud thing out my window and literally nobody else can hear it. It's like they're talking about a ghost. I hear a whining child in the background and I'm like, can anybody hear it? (laughs) (laughs) I want my iPad. I want my iPad. So (laughs) if you can't hear it, ignore it. But you probably can't. I'll try my hardest. (laughs) And a special <gasps> recap appearance from Woo! the Bachelorette Studios in Linwood, Washington. <laughs> when will her husband return from Kansas? <laughs> it's the nice lady, Christy Wise. Mm. Good morning, Christy. Hello. <laughs> I wouldn't go as far as saying Bachelorette because I do have a child still. Uh, All right, that's fair. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so we could get iPad whining in stereo on this edition. <laughs> We're going to do a little LRB business, followed by this week in TBTL, some housekeeping and how to get involved. Christy Wise, why don't you give us a little LRB business? Okay. Um, Come to the LRB picnic, which is Friday, July 26th, five-ish at Richmond Beach Park in Shoreline. And um, uh, I am trying to put together that we have like door prizes and raffles, so you should really come if you want some nice interesting swag and i think there's gonna be like a quorum of lrb hosts there or even all of them maybe knock on wood i I don't think anyone's bought their plane tickets yet so (laughs) uh mike mike i have i i I bought an 11 dollar round trip ticket to seattle i really so i'm in my head posting uh, like betting who's going to cancel and i had mike as a no-show so hey i don't know Uh, i know to be clear, Mike's using points. He's not flying spirit. <laughs> <laughs> he bought right. so early, it was only $11. Uh, I, I used my Alaska Airlines card, which um, had helped us get through all these horrible times of uh, bad health and crippling debt and unemployment. And so thanks to all of that, I was able to get an $11 flight to <laughs> Seattle in late, late July. Please be. Yeah. It ended right? up being worth it, sort of. <laughs> Sure. <laughs> totally, totally worth it. Totally worth it. Wasn't stressful at all. Easy breezy. Yeah. Um, so I hope everyone comes out and I hope all the hosts can make it. And um, now we have Hillary with an amazing joke. Oh, my goodness. Okay. I just had to tell this story of when I told a terrible joke this weekend or not this weekend, this week at work. Okay, let me see how I can set the scene. Um, Troy is my boss, essentially. He's sort of the lead of my group. And I had to ask him a question. He was in one of the conference rooms talking to this other guy who's young. The other guy is like, I don't know, early 30s or something. So Troy and this other guy and another guy that I, named Casey was also in there. Anyway, so they're all talking. I come in to ask a question. Uh, background also that Troy and the other guy are going to – they're in Vegas right now for like a work trip thing. So – 
Anyway, I come in to ask this question, and Troy looks at me, and Troy's kind of like a joker, like he's never really super serious. Troy looks at me, and he says, other guy has cancer. And I totally thought he was joking, because the guy's like, young. Mm. And I said, oh, is Las Vegas your make-a-wish? And as it's coming out, I thought I was being hilarious. (laughs) And I'm like, this is so good. This is so good. (laughs) And he goes, well, sort of. And Troy and Casey look at me and say, did you already know or something? Why are you being so rude? And I was like, wait, you actually have cancer? And he was like, yeah, I actually have cancer. <laughs> and so I'm like, I'm oh, so sorry. I'm so sorry. And he was like, no, it's, it's fine. It's not a big deal. I mean, it was like testicular cancer. It's not probably going to kill him, but I'm an <laughs> asshole. Um, but it, it it was funny. It would have been funny if he didn't actually have cancer. <laughs> no. Anyway. That's it. I'm a tasteless person. I love thinking about an adult with a make a wish. <laughs> That's my favorite part of the joke. <laughs> uh, Hillary, I don't think I've ever loved you more than I do right now. <laughs> That's amazing. I'm a garbage human being. And I like no. I, I now I keep thinking I'm gonna see him on Monday and be like, I'm so sorry. We're not that good of friends. Like, I don't know why I felt mm-hmm. comfortable enough to be like, I'm not such a dick to him, but whatever. It's fine. Why did you think they were joking about cancer again? I don't know. It just seemed like it just didn't fit with what I thought of this guy. And the, you just thought you, you you checked him out. And you said, that guy's cancer free right there. <laughs> well, I don't know. He's sort of young. And Troy's like always trying to <laughs> trick everybody. So I kept thinking, oh, like he's kidding. This isn't real. And then. So it's like the opposite of fat, fat guy must have diabetes or whatever. Yeah. It, was, yeah. it was like, this guy looks too healthy. There's yes, no way he has yes. cancer. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, All also, right. it's just kind of a random thing that you're just standing there talking and like, oh, yeah, this guy has cancer. Well, I know. And I'm coming in to ask him a question about work. And he's like, BT Dubs, XYZ person has cancer. And I'm like, ah, okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah, it is weird. Yeah. Anyway, so I'm a dick, but that's all right. I got a good one in. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, if you're going to live it, don't no hold regrets. your punches. Right. <laughs> Plus, no, he has a great story to tell people. Yeah. This girl. Oh, my God. Uh, okay. Now, Mike maybe has a story. Uh, I do. I do. Uh, something crazy happened here. I, I think it was a couple weeks ago. We were talking about the uh, Black Widow spider that we had. <laughs> Wait, what is uh, her name? What is her name? Teresa Russell. Uh, Teresa Russell, yeah. <laughs> um, Cullen put an end to that. Uh, to her at, life? At my request. Oh, yeah. nice. He, he put, in, put an end what to her life do? at my request. Um, he just went out in the garage and, and crushed her on the wall. You can still see her up there. Oh, no. The, ch- what? the chalk hand? outline. Uh, I don't know. I don't know how he did it. And, you know, frankly, the less I know, the the better, you know liability case but um something crazy you know emily was having a lot of fun with my uncomfortability with the black widow she thought it was hilarious just so funny that i was scared of the deadly spider in the garage ha 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 ha. so um a couple nights later after cullen killed the black widow i was looking um i was looking out out through the porch to see what the dogs were doing. I think, I, I don't know. I don't know why I was standing there, but I was looking out on the porch and it was about uh, seven o'clock, like crepuscular time. 
and and I saw a centipede um, crawling around on the porch, and uh, this thing was huge and fast. It was at least uh, ten inches, maybe a foot. Um, but uh, and Emily was uh, lying down on the couch uh, next to me, and and she couldn't see out on the porch without getting up. And so I think I said something along the lines of holy frigels or something, you know, I can't, I can't believe this. You're not going to believe this. And so Emily got up and she came around the couch and she looked and she freaked the fuck out more than I was freaking out. She was freaking out. This was like, so I'm like, oh, wow, I found something that, that, that really bothers her. Um, so she went out and took a, like a videotape of, of it. She took a quick video of it and that's posted on my page. I think it's definitely on hers. And, um, then she came back inside cause she was really creeped out. And then I, I kept watching the thing and then I described the action as it eventually, um, crawled, uh, un- under the house, went through like a little crack and, <clears throat> and crawled under the house. <laughs> so, so, so she was like, oh, dang, I should have killed it. I said, yeah, yeah, we probably should have killed it. And so uh, it was like 10 minutes later, I've decided to settle down in the mountain room and watch some basketball or hockey or something. So I, I'm in the mountain room and she comes in and her her uh, clothes closet is, is in here, one of her clothes closets. And she comes in and she gets out this pair of boots and she starts, she takes off her shoes and starts putting on these boots. And, and she gets she gets these boots on and then she reaches uh around cuz we have like a little supply um uh hardware supply place here in the corner of the mountain room too and so she grabs this framing hammer which i think Jeremy mailed me once if not Bobby i can't remember but somebody mailed me a framing hammer for that's a too long an explanation that was me <laughs> okay <laughs> there you go um and and she was like that was her centipede killing outfit so she was gonna go and she i think she tried to flush it out from the crack that i just described and it went in and it wouldn't come out so we haven't seen it since but it remains oh oh and when she was putting on all her stuff i was like i was like what what are you what are you doing and and she goes i i gotta go go i I gotta go go kill that centimeter i gotta go kill it I mean, like she, she was losing her faculties, and and uh, and I was getting a kick out of it because of the opposite, you know. It was, it was, I, I guess, I, I don't know. It took it took it a while for it to sink in on me that it, I should be freaking out about the centipede as well. And I I brought uh, I brought something to the show. I should have shared the article with y'all, uh, but I knew you, none of you would read it. Like like co-hosts never do. <laughs> And it's called Texas Centipedes, uh, Three Things You Probably Don't Want to Know. And this is from TexasHillCountry.com. When you visit the Texas Hill Country, there are a few critters that you can expect to run into. Among these are scorpions, spiders, and possibly even snakes. But there's one particularly horrifying creature that no one seems to warn you about. The Texas Red-Headed Centipedes. (laughs) The Texas Red-Headed Centipede is known by several different names. Among them... The giant desert centipede, by its scientific name, Scolo P- 
Pendra Heros, and by a few inappropriate names that are commonly shouted when one encounters a Texas centipede for the first time. Texas centipedes are very large, averaging about six and a half inches long, but can get as large as nine to 12 inches long. And let me tell you, this one was three feet long if it was an inch. Um, that's just my aside. They also <laughs> elicit a fear response like no other hill country critter. Here are three, here are three more facts about these many-legged creepers that you probably didn't want to know. One, they're venomous. Ugh. Creepy appearances aside, the Texas red-headed centipede is also venomous, but not deadly. As far as invertebrates go, the giant red-headed centipede is one bad dude, Ben Hudgett with the Texas Park and Wildlife Department says. I'm going to skip ahead a little bit here. Um, there are legends of, that tell of Texas centipedes killing small children and even adults. Aside from a few reported heart attacks that have occurred as a result of encountering one of these giant centipedes, there are no records of deaths related to the sting of the creature. Two, they have a large appetite. Centipedes feed on lizards, toads, snakes, and sometimes even rodents. Uh, we have lizards and toads and probably snakes. We're lousy with these things in our yard, by the way, at the ranch. So it's centipede-rich environment out here. Um, in fact, the Southern American cousin to our centipedes called the Amazonian centipede has been witnessed snatching bats right out of the air. They use their legs to grasp prey and... While feeding, their fangs, actually an additional pair of highly modified legs, are capable of piercing the skin and injecting a painful toxin. Luckily, they're not interested in human flesh, but they will sting in defense if they're handled by humans. Who's going to handle them? You, Sandy? Like you handle those spiders? <laughs> I don't know. I, I don't think even you and your brother should be handling centipedes. Um, okay, three. Despite their name, they don't have a hundred pair, pairs of legs. I like to say pair. They say pairs. Although it sure looks like it, in fact, the Texas centipede has only about 23 uh, pairs of yellow-colored appendages. It's also a common misconception that centipedes are insects. Actually, they are a different uh, nightmare class of orthopod entirely. <laughs> uh, they are also distinct from millipedes, creatures of yet another nightmare class entirely. Um, okay, we're winding up here. Texas red-headed centipedes are the largest centipedes in North America and have a reputation for being confrontational. Uh. Yeah, like uh, I don't, I'm not sure what they really mean by that confrontational. Like they file a lot of nuisance lawsuits, or I mean, what is... it's Texas. They have like an open carry law. They're like, <laughs> I, come I and take it. it. <laughs> Doesn't it mean that they will attack and they won't run from you? Yeah, that's probably what they what they mean. They're by not this. scared it's of things just... bigger than them. It's an interesting choice of words. Though. Two of their legs are actually like. Up highly modified into a gun rack <laughs> i i picture i picture it being like you walk out on the porch and it just turns around and goes what, <laughs> what? <laughs> uh okay um they are usually found resting under logs rocks or leaf litter and are often active during the day they also occasionally enter houses so encounters with humans are not infrequent <laughs> All right, there's there's my centipede story. We we didn't kill him when we had the chance, and who, I think there's a whole nest of them things underneath oh, stop. the house. <laughs> Sometimes I think I can feel the foundation uh, like moving are, a little bit. Are you gonna have pest control come out and look? I see, Emily. I don't know why we. I I don't know. Probably. Don't let your cheapness Probably. get in the way of this. This mm -hmm. is you need to tackle I, this. It, 
It could hurt one of your pets. Let's just think about that. Oh, no doubt. No doubt. It could definitely, because they're... Two of the pets would be very interested in talking to the centipede until <laughs> something bad happened. But Abby did kill the tarantula without getting hurt. So that's a feather in her cap. But this guy, this guy's different. Why do people live in Texas? This is awful. This guy's quick. <laughs> Everything is trying to kill you. It's like you shouldn't live here. It's true. Right. The insects, the environment, like Australia. the heat, the neighbors. I, yeah, the what neighbors? <laughs> I think why there are so many white people here, especially in central Texas, is it was a lot of Germans and I think Czechoslovakians. And, you know, they came over to the U.S. and there was like free land. You just go west. And and they they, they were going, going, going. And they were finally like, is this shit ever going to end? Or do we just stop here? You know, fuck. We're out of money. You know, wagons busted. So they got to sit here and deal with the centipedes. I don't know. I've never heard of Germans being in Texas. Yes. Oh, oh it's very oh, according it's very to German. a flag day a quiz. <laughs> oh, right, 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 right. <laughs> right, right, right. That was a good quiz. I like that quiz. Yeah. I knew all the quiz? answers, so it was I a know. good quiz. I know. I was excited about it. <laughs> uh, more on that quiz in a moment. But first, uh, yeah. Well, we have a couple of very important jam tracker updates. Are these um, my, um, is this business or? Well, it's business and pleasure for us. <laughs> <laughs> oh, jeez. Okay, I'll do the jam tracker updates. We have um, Libby Lewis from Des Moines. She is mother of the super cute Griffin. If you guys um, are friends with her on Facebook. We met her in um, the Minneapolis get together during that show. If anyone remembers. Was I the only one who went? I think so. Well, I mean, I think was Anne there, but I think Anne was there, of yeah, course. Obviously. Bobby, you didn't go. That was um, was that the Legion? No. Yes. 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 I was there. Yeah, you I were was there. full of yeah. cheap liquor and Heggie's pizzas. So I don't really remember <laughs> right. a lot, but I was there. <laughs> you met. I Libby. would remember somebody yeah. who who was who was, who would uh, who was mother of a griffin. I mean, that's like well, almost like mother even, of a dragon. Yeah, she wasn't even pregnant at the time, so. Oh. Um, yeah. This is pretty okay. Griffin. Yeah. <laughs> so and it's, she it's, donated. It's, it's, it's Des Moines, right? Because it's Iowa. Yes. It's not the Washington. Not oh, yeah. shit. Did I say Des Moines? Des Moines? <laughs> Sorry. Libby of Des Moines. Mother Normally of Normally I wouldn't care, but she's she's paid good money for us to pronounce yeah. her city, right? And that's yes. where my um, corporate office is. So I should get that down. It's just hard to go because my dad used to live in Des Moines. And so now it's hard to go back. Okay. Right. Sorry. No, once um, you go S, you never go back. Right. <laughs> yeah. And it doesn't make sense. Like, why pronounce one but not the other? Yeah. Like, either yeah. you're Des Moines. Oh, that, that sounds or not. even worse, though. <laughs> that I mean, that's so bad. That's, Des Moines is, is, you sound stupid, but Des Moines, right. you know, should be institutionalized <laughs> immediately before you harm yourself. Um, so she said, if you decide to do a road trip through Des Moines, which, I mean, sure. Jeremy may be driving through there. <laughs> sure, 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 sure. I am happy to host. Hillary, I sensed your sarcasm, but I am a great host, and I think you'll enjoy it. Sidebar, I'm not really sure how I feel about TVTL these days, um, but I'm all in for LRB. I love it. Same. Uh, okay. Uh, but wait, okay. also, Does she I, have a reel? I don't, <laughs> I don't think that I was sarcastic. Well, listen, I, what I really want 
to do is go to every state in the union. Mm-hmm. So I have never been nope. to Iowa. So I am down, Libby. I will be there. Like you don't have to ask twice. Road trip here I come. It's on. Well, you know this. Well, Hillary's joke, and then also this jam. Oh, God. Um, Made me think because we've been saying, I think Mike had the idea last TBTL a thon, and then we were kind of flushing it out what uh, and Luke and Andrew should do for next year. And I think maybe we should do it like mm-hmm. we just go and pick up all the hosts and we end up at the picnic. Oh, like a clown car full of yeah. hosts. <laughs> that would be <laughs> badass. I love it, right? Let's so. Um, I have a have van here. I have a van. I mean, oh, we don't need we don't need a van. Jeremy just bought the car. We're gonna use. <laughs> yeah, no, we have to use that Honda Accord. That that, that steaming shipbox in Kansas. Yeah. That Jeremy just bought. Oh, it doesn't have air conditioning, and the heat is on on all the oh, time. Oh my god, that's my full nightmare. That's a nightmare, <laughs> right? <laughs> He's, He's like, gonna come back at 170 perfect. pounds. Or opposite, it's like sitting in a sauna. Oh, you mean 170 pounds less? Okay. Yeah, he's, he's just right. going to be like. Right. He was Jeremy, already what dropped happened? 45 pounds, so I don't know if he has he's, anything. He's going to be like Christian Bale and the Machinist. Like he's going to be like. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the oh, car gross. made it, but a lot of me didn't. It. He's just going to be a beard and earrings. I mean. <laughs> <laughs> But really, this is something that we're talking about, and maybe we'll plan it more for the picnic. But yeah, um, I like we're it. Thinking I say we fly out to Buffalo and get a sprinter van, and then drive and pick everyone up, and like have it. have live shows in each of the each oh, of the places. Fun, right? I'm down. That's awesome. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I say we don't include Jeremy because it would just. <laughs> We have to have someone to drive. Right, exactly. (laughs) Jeremy's our DT. Right. (laughs) Oh, that's true. Well, I say we we act like we're going to exclude him at the last second. Okay, I like this. Well, also because he basically only needs four hours of sleep. So we'll Uh get there a lot faster because he has ADD. Oh, my God. So he only needs like, like that's a well-rested night for him is four to five hours. I get yeah. Slack messages from him for work at one thirty, two thirty, three. Yep, it's he insane. Should, he should just watch Friends in the middle of the night like a normal person, <laughs> right. and then yeah. send us updates. Right. right, right. Did anyone else wake up this morning to Monica wears clown makeup? <laughs> yes, yes, I did. I told Phyllis she really needs to pitch APM. She could. With the success of the West Wing Weekly and all these other, you know, we just get some actor from Friends who wasn't one of the Friends. Like, we get the guy who played Gunther, and then Mm -hmm. we pair him with her, and they call it Phyllis and Friends. (laughs) And they do the whole episode by episode, just to be like... I'd listen to that. Exactly. And it could be short, too, because they're 30 minutes long, or whatever. 20-something minutes long. So, yep. I'm down. Phyllis, get on that. I listened to a podcast of about Friends. Oh, I'm sure it's been done before. Years it's, ago. It's never been done with Phyllis yeah. and Gunther. Right. Well, and it was done by like two white dudes that just basically talked about nipples oh. the whole time. Oh, nipple cast. <laughs> yeah, because, because I guess early on, well, as soon as they got famous, so like the second and third season, the women just didn't wear bras anymore. Yeah. 
yeah. There was a so, lot of Jennifer Aniston nipple action <laughs> in very, on. very thin oh, t-shirts. Oh, man. I need to get the DVR cranked up. I need to do some research on this. Okay. <laughs> we, we have another jam oh, track. Another update. jam. Another jam. Um, this is from Amanda Spear, who is Bobby's neighbor, apparently. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and she donated and said, because y'all make me smile and alleviate grad school blues. Aww. I love that. Um, yeah. I don't want to blow up Amanda's spot too, too much. But so when we get these jam tracker updates, uh, especially those of us who are website admins, we get all the information. So we got Amanda's uh, address. Amanda also put in a merch order this week. And Amanda, you live literally this. I'm just this is just for you. You live literally one mile from me. As the drone flies. And we've never, right, and we've never met. <laughs> I drive so past. So need to borrow sugar. Right. I drive past your house all the time. I wasn't trying to be creepy, but now I am. <laughs> now, now he's driving a little bit slower. <laughs> it's when I back up and then go forward again and then back up and go forward Gets again. Gets out and That's... takes a picture. For yeah. reasons beyond explaining, I actually have to return a rental car this afternoon. And I okay, think. Jeremy. Uh, no, 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 no! I didn't. I his didn't buy this. And his, yeah, <laughs> I have to return a white Jeep Compass, which I assume only exists to be a rental car because yes. I can't imagine anyone would ever buy mm-hmm. one. Yeah, um, I think I'm gonna end up walking past her house, like it's on my way back from the rental car place. So, Amanda, we gotta get together. It's you and me and and Bet. Uh, down in the South Towns, who, as Anne and I were discussing on Facebook this week, Bet's going to cater when we all do a meetup in Buffalo. She's going to make desserts for all of us 100%. because she's a pastry chef. Um, oh, man. Right? I'll be there for that. Yeah, uh, that's when we do our road trip. We got to get the Buffalo. Cater the road trip. The Buffalo tends together. So, Amanda, you and me and Bet and, and the others. And I know we've got a few. We've got a different Libby. Um, we we got to do this. Seriously, we... It's creepy that I didn't know you and you live a mile away. So I love that that's there. creepy. Wait, she's the creepy one in this. Yes. <laughs> anyway. Okay. We should Am get I, on to... You know, I haven't done this in like forever. Am I supposed to read the throw your phones? Well. Two or how do we do it? I'll pick up the throw your phones. This, this is what happens when Anne's yeah. not here. Nobody knows how to do any of the responsible things. How does it, how does it work? Um, well, I didn't know if we read them all or if we save some for the end or we take turns, you know. Well, we have those organized. So I, I've got the three okay. phones here. There are just a few this week. Uh, okay. I'll read the general ones now, and then we've mm-hmm. got a couple of topical ones we'll save. I put one of them from Ann Minor in topical because I can't remember what it's associated with. So if anyone can, <laughs> oh. that would be great. Uh but we get a couple of general throw-your phones this week. One from listener Alicia, who writes, I'm a few days behind, so this might get lost in the ether. When the guys were talking about doing a TV podcast where they analyze each episode, my sleep-deprived new mom brain thought that they meant recording a daily video TBTL after show. I was extremely insulted on behalf of the LRB mm-hmm. crew. Then I kept listening, had a sip of coffee, and understood the actual plan. Oh, good. One more distraction for our boys. <laughs> I also want to call out Alicia for being like the street team for LRB. She's like it in the Stins uh, page. Oh, yeah. If yeah. somebody says like, I'm behind, what should I do? Uh, she's like, listen to LRB. So yeah. you're awesome. Thanks, Alicia. 
Uh, although if Luke and Andrew did a daily after show to recap what they did on the show, it would actually make our job a lot easier. <laughs> right? Yeah. We just recorded three hours of nonsense, but we'll tell you the good parts in 20 minutes. Okay. <laughs> uh, and listener Anne writes, parenthetically hugging my phone, aw, Andrew espousing pocket feminism in the Everlane ad. <laughs> Parenthetically, also referring to dresses as, quote, cute more than once. <laughs> um, and I'll add on here. I know there was conversation on the Facebook page about Andrew, either intentionally or not, but very smoothly, uh, was gender neutral Yeah, in the way he reads that ad, which is really, um, it, it does sound natural. And he does a really nice job doing it, actually. So um, somebody sound the alarms because we're going to compliment Andrew. <laughs> well, he did kind of say that he liked having pockets in his dresses, which made me think for a second. Um, well, I'm wondering if, if this, um, counteracts him always talking about Chick-fil-A. Oh, maybe. <laughs> like, is he back to neutral? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I really want to know if they're required to say Chick-fil-A. Because why be. would you? Yeah. Oh, the, the, on those uh, ad, those food ordering ads? Mm-hmm. DoorDash, yep. yeah. Uh, they, they, they they probably just have a list, and he was looking at you know, names that, that he recognized or had something to say about. Yeah. So. If they don't have to say it, my theory is he hasn't been on social media in, what, a year <laughs> or more? And he doesn't realize there's a way bigger backlash now. Well... But I mean, even in the early days, his girlfriend invented chick philanthropy. So I know, right. but that's like been shit on too now. Like, oh. if you like gay people, just stop doing it. Like, it doesn't matter mm-hmm. what you yeah. do to like. Yeah. Hmm. Well, pockets for dresses. Always <laughs> I agree. <laughs> uh, the, dre- the dresses that I order come from a website that always includes pockets and dresses. And there's an option that says like, remove pocket. I'm like. In what world would I remove the pocket? Who wants to remove the pocket? Is that Ishanki yeah, or whatever? Yeah, yeah. I love that. Oh, it's they're the best. The best. The best. Yeah. <laughs> and always have a pocket. It's it's mm-hmm. the best. And you would be surprised. This is sort of a meme, but it's like my son has very deep pockets. My four-year-old mm-hmm. son has very deep pockets in his pants, yet most of my dresses do not have pockets. Why does he need pockets? What is he going to put in there? No, yeah. I just went jean shopping the other day, and... A lot of them didn't have pockets. They had fake pockets. What? What What the hell is that about? (laughs) No. Pocket justice. And then come out to Western Mm -hmm. New York and all the guys are wearing camo uh, cargo shorts with nothing but pockets. (laughs) It's literally just all pockets. They have pockets to spare. Yeah. Give us some. Pockets in your pockets. (laughs) (laughs) Oh. Let's move on to this week in TBTL. <laughs> okay. Uh, actually, uh, so yeah, throw your phone. Anne also sent in a throw your phone this week that says, in all capital letters, no, it uh, does rise to the level of having to take the security training. I don't remember I what she I think that was, was about him resetting his password and he yeah. had to keep calling in and didn't know oh, anything. Right. And he did the right thing. He inadvertently did the right thing. because. Oh, yeah. That was too. I think that was. Oh, yeah. That's right. That's right. That's the fake right. fishing. Yes. Right. My company does that all the time. But the funny part is, as soon as, and that's probably why um, they, the person asked, 
you're not in this building, right? Because when it happens at ours, someone stands up and says, okay, everybody, this is the fishing one. <laughs> and then we all just push what we're supposed to do, report as fishing. And then you get an automatic um, email pop-up that says, congratulations. Um, I totally got fake fish and I totally fell for it on my phone. And oh. I like, I just closed out. I was like, goodbye. I'm just pretending like this didn't happen. <laughs> Uh, um, before we move on, I just totally remembered. This is why, and this is your siren call. We need to promo the fact that there was a Friday show that was fantastic um, about job interviews. Uh, so yes. good job, um, Anne and Christy. It was a it was a oh. really good episode. It was fun. It was really fun. It was really really fun, and uh, it was such a random choice that I thought. Um, what is this all going to be about? But it actually ended up yeah. being great. And Andrew's interview like enraged me. The, oh my gosh, the, so much, right? Yeah, the, like that he would have to buy his ticket. Well, um, okay, well then I'm going to throw this interview. Um, mm. Anyway, but yeah, kudos. It was really good. But at least he wore his snow boots. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if you have an interview like that, you should get up in the middle of it and say, oh, um, do, you mind if I, uh, do you mind if I go to the bathroom? And then just pull a dirty rotten scoundrels when they say yes and just pee all over yourself. <laughs> and, back. Oh. A Jackson, Maine. Uh, thanks thanks for the trip thanks for the trip guys bye if you pee all over your snow boots in the middle of that interview do you have to go find the first fence to throw them over after <laughs> i would i definitely would um when i first when we were first moving to boston i interviewed for two jobs on the same day one was the job i have now which i did not get the first time i interviewed for it and one was the job i did get originally and was there for about a year before uh, jumping over to this job when it opened up again because I was the runner-up for someone who shouldn't have gotten it. No hard feelings, actually. It worked out really well for me. Um, but uh, the job I ended up getting said that I could interview for the job, but they couldn't. They wouldn't fly me out for the interview. They just they weren't looking for candidates beyond the city, so they didn't have a budget for that. Um, the job I have now is actually the job that paid me to fly out, and so... I felt like I was being super sneaky because I took two interviews that day on their dime and ended up taking the job that they didn't pay for the travel. Um, but, you know, I didn't get offered the other one, so whatever. But it's just yeah. uh, a little bit of luck. Yeah, That's the only time I've ever gone to another city to apply for a job. So I got really, really lucky. It was also Boston, and it was hot as hell and swampy, and I was in a suit with no transportation taking the tea everywhere all day, and I was miserable. So Did anyone else... Um pause and throw up a little bit when Luke said he was sweating out of every orifice. <laughs> do you remember that? When he was going well, to do his uh, Pete Holmes interview, he, he said he had to put on the jacket because he had sweat stains and it was really hot in Portland and Portland gets even hotter than Seattle and it's not breezy and it's gross. And it's another hidden ugly fact about Portland. Portland is gets too goddamn hot in the summertime. It's enough to make you sweat it's out of hot. every orifice. It's been hot oh. this week. Uh, sweating out of every orifice sounds like a my dad wrote a porno line. <laughs> yes, <laughs> that's not how it works. But what if it did? Oh. Oh. <laughs> sounds like a yeah. Rick and I'm Morty the gross episode. one. I'm the gross yeah. one. Yeah. We're all the gross one, Christy. It's fine. <laughs> yeah, we are the gross ones. <laughs> I'm 
That's the title, the show title. And the show pick is the Olsen twins. (laughs) But with Bobby and Mike's faces (laughs) photoshopped. Uh, Sorry, I was just, I was writing it down even before you said it was the show title. It was pretty obvious. All right, this week in TBTL. Uh, a new segment uh, I'm calling Packing the Quiz Bowl, because you'd have to be high to think it's a good idea. <laughs> Andrew reading the Flag Day quiz from what I wrote as some Texas news site. And then, and then I, I said, the Dallas Morning News! Sorry. <laughs> Close your ears. I said, if y'all are West Wing fans, that's how Danny Kincannon said it. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Danny. The worst part about this, if I don't know if we're going to get into it, is that wouldn't you have vetted this website so as soon as he would look at it, it would flash the answer and then go to the next one. And he wouldn't actually know what the answer was, right? Yeah, I right. think that he just Googled flag quiz. Flag day quiz. And that's mm-hmm. and it, it was a legit website, so he was like, alright, sounds good. And then he's annoyed that there's Texas questions from the Dallas Morning News website. From the bigger picture, how about just not spending half the show (laughs) talking about our obsession with this piece of cloth that apparently represents patriotism in America and all that is right in the world? Mm -hmm. Maybe, you know, sure. (laughs) (laughs) Well, and Texas is extra flaggy, right? Like. I actually get really mad. This is like a dumb thing that I get mad about. You know, Six Flags is like all over the place. It's in California. Mm -hmm. It's in Georgia. I'm sure it's in a lot of other places. It makes me mad because there's only Six Flags over Texas. Why? They need to name them something else that they're in another state. That's like the whole point. Mm -hmm. That's why it's called Six Flags. Anyway. Mm -hmm. You're taking (laughs) issue with Six Flags New England or intermittently Six Flags Darien Lake. The amusement park near here was not a Six Flags and then it was a Six Flags and then it wasn't a Six Flags again. And I'm honestly not sure if it is or not right now. It's sort of like we have that hotel, a hotel that's a holiday inn, and then next year it's a it's just a like a Buffalo Inn because they don't want to pay for the franchise fees. Right, they have all the sh- the shaped signage. You know, right. you can really, you can tell. Um, Christy, you were talking about the how we're so proud in Texas of our flag, and, and mm-hmm. we, so many people display it. And it it says, it's uh, I I think, um, with other accoutrements, it can mean asshole. But mm-hmm. Texas is, it seems to be one of the only states where like you fly it on your ranch or something. It's like you know that's cool. It's pride, whatever. Uh, but I I was telling Emily. After I moved down here and I was seeing all, you know, just everybody with the Texas flags, I was saying, what what, what would it say about someone in, like, Seattle who flew, you know, the American flag and then a state of Washington flag? <laughs> like It like, would just be so weird. I know. It would just say, this is a weirdo <laughs> here. We'd much we got a more see a pride one. Like the rainbow yeah. flag or yeah, like know what a that NASA is. one or like uh-huh. anything else. But the state Washington, Washington State, huh? Um, do you like, like signing is that fishing the governor's with, house? with Native Americans? That's <laughs> is that the you know, got a lot of pride in that. <laughs> do you think it's because the Texas one is just like very singular? I mean, it, there's it's not a lot of extra stuff on there. No, it's because the <laughs> Cause Texas because are of, assholes. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's because also... You fancy yourself your own little country, right? So, 
Um, hello. No, no, stop. Get off well, here. Hello. <laughs> Hi. Hi there. Hello. Bye. Go. Go. Bye. Go. Mommy, I'm I don't care. Go do something. Bye. Guys, I have Sorry. to confess. <laughs> I actually can hear the whining child in the background now. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> like, <laughs> what? So... Texans had to fight for their state. I think that's where that's the origin of of it all. I mean, the had yeah, it's to. a cool, pretty cool looking. Had to to be. They're the aggressors. Here. Like, let's be right. But to be yeah. standing where they are or sitting where they are today, uh, their their I mean, <laughs> their ancestors um, fought, and so you know that's just it. It's doesn't have the the inherent like super manly pride and glory of uh like i said signing fishing treaties you know so uh, like like look you know everybody's tired of fighting let's you know state of washington let's just work it out let's just work it out well i feel like texas just has like pride is probably the the first uh, thing i would say i mean not just that but like longhorns they've never got me down i mean people like the huskies but it's not like it's in my blood yeah you know what I mean? Like, yeah. yeah, I don't know. No, you're right. You're right. I have friends. Scandinavians aren't as passionate <laughs> in college that they were like, <laughs> my friends in college were like, oh, we know who the Texans are immediately when we get to college. Like, and we, it was, and I didn't go to college in state. I went to college in Tennessee and it was like, you just knew who the Texans were because they're like hanging a flag or talking about Texas. <laughs> like, oh, I miss, you know, my lake the house or whatever. Giant. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> Y'all. Oh my God. <laughs> Miss all the centimeters we used to have out on the porch. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the Buffalo City flag is awesome. I have a Rhode Island state flag because I like flags, but we never hung it. You know, we never flew it anywhere. But I actually really like the Buffalo flag because I'm a nerd. And it has lightning bolts all over it from this being an electric yeah. city. I think I would fly that. The New York state flag is terrible, so I would never fly that. But the Buffalo flag I would fly. We have a thing for a flagpole out in front of our house, like off the side of the house. So do we. I don't and I've never used it. We we had an American flag when we first moved in to our house in Pawtucket. And after the last presidential election, I took it down. So I think I should get a Buffalo flag. Do it. The, the, do it. the Washington flag would be extra weird and stupid because, yeah, it's it's it doesn't look good. It has like writing on it, you know, mm-hmm. and uh, how... Are, how played out is George Washington's silhouette at this point yeah. <laughs> in our in our nation's history? Come on, guys. Yeah, wow. I've never seen the state of Washington flag before. It looks like a... Yeah, there's a reason. It looks like a glorified penny on a green right. background. <laughs> it's terrible. It's, it's exactly what it looks like. <laughs> um, Bobby, why am I not surprised that you love flags? <laughs> like, right? <laughs> No, of course not. No, vexillology is fascinating to me. Do you collect coins and also stamps? Uh, no. However, <laughs> I do have a no but. Um, we're in the process of cleaning out my grandmother's house uh, over the next couple of weeks, and we did stumble across a bunch of like three cent NATO stamps or something. Cool. Um, I don't collect stamps, but I do want to know if they're worth any money. <laughs> so. Um, if they're worth any money, then now I collect stamps until I can find somebody <laughs> to buy them from me. Mm-hmm. So you're saying I'm an old man. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It just was more proof. More proof. That, yeah. Sorry. I'm, uh, I only collect Kool-Aid packets. That's oh, my, my <laughs> 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 
I think that's hilarious. I think it's hilarious that yeah. people are drinking them and yeah, that anyone else the thinks guy they that would be actually valuable. drinks it on his Facebook is is funny because he's actually putting it to use. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if anybody wants to drink the Beanie Babies that I'm finding in the house from the '90s, <laughs> give me a call because we thought those were going to be collectible and worth money too. Uh, and speaking of uh, houses and dumpy houses that were closing out of mice and money pits, all I had to note this week was Andrew's quote hillbilly heaven as a reminder that he really wanted mm-hmm. a big property he could ride dirt bikes around. I Aww. kind of love that. Maybe we should send uh, Andrew to Texas. Yeah. Right? Because mm-hmm. there's plenty of room for him to have a dirt bike. Mike, you could just let him loose in Manchac, right? <laughs> he can have the whole backyard to himself. <laughs> He could also just move to Eastern Washington. I could see him living in like Moses Lake or something. He would love playing with all the dogs, all the animals yeah. we have here. He would love it. Yeah. But so are you inviting uh, him to move in with you? I I will. When they were in Australia, it seemed like there were a couple um or a couple instances where Andrew was like really got along with the dog, and then Luke was like, "Oh well, that dog bit me." <laughs> um, that's right i think there's uh I, I mean emily and i have talked about it i mean she has a friend who has a, a really bad dog and kid energy like mm. it's like oh yeah, you know they get all excited or whatever and you put the kid or the dog into some weird state usually the kid hides behind their parent or mm. and the and the dog gets so excited it wants to like you know open its mouth and nibble on your nose um so I think I, I don't know that Luke's like the excited type, but I, it seems like, um, and maybe he'll eventually figure it out with with Rudy. But it seems seems like he just doesn't know dogs. Like he can't figure it out. Yeah, he just, you know. Um, well, and then and Andrew I, Andrew seems like he needs a dog. Like I want to get him a dog. I I thought that it was um, funny when. Luke was explaining what happened, and Andrew's like, "Oh, Rudy's done that to me." <laughs> I know, and, and <laughs> like, yeah, Luke's like, "I mean, it's no, a bad no, no, habit." No, no, he oh yeah, yeah, it's a bad habit for dogs to like mouth on you. But he didn't. I'm sure the dog didn't bite him. He was just doing like that, nipping. right? Right. Abby gets a little mouthy, you know. Um, when she's super excited, and and a lot of times that's her fault, and sometimes it's the person coming at her like a. Uh, freight train, you know, that gets her excited, but um, no, it's not. It's not a bite. Yeah, you know, yeah, it's not good. But it's no, yeah. no, 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 no. All right, uh, news you can use this week uh, slash men are gross. This <laughs> we know men in general are gross, but uh, I don't think we have any men are gross stories this week. So news you can use. We uh, actually we are the gross ones. So I guess <laughs> we've already talked about that. <laughs> Burger King is sending out was sending out uh, regular Whoppers. I think this was in New York. It was in Brooklyn, um, Brooklyn to fill. Oh well, man, the, these Impossible Burger orders must have been just flying in, in, <laughs> in Brooklyn. They really should have been ready for that. Uh, but I, when they got to the end of the story, they kind of I, I, you know, it came to be sort of plausible how it would happen. It was like one of those third party platforms food you know food fulfillment and they added it to the menu um for these restaurants that didn't didn't have it and so the restaurants 
filled probably with young young kids that don't even know what's going on with the company, the Impossible Burger. It's not coming to their restaurant, so they maybe haven't been talking about it, briefed on it. You know, they don't know how to prepare it, and so they were they were just filling those orders with regular Whoppers, and which is terrible if they knew. This this all depends on what they knew because the worst part of it, I a vegan or vegetarian, you know, occasionally you're going to accidentally, you know, eat the sneaky meat. Am I right, Christy? It's going to happen. Yeah. That, some, that's some meat's going to sneak past the goalie. What, that's why I wouldn't order something like this. The worst one was I a bit into what I thought was a crisp bean burrito from taco time mm. and it was beef. And I was like, yeah, the beef. That's a big surprise. Yeah, yeah, that's that's not the kind of slurry you're ready for. No. <laughs> um but 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 the the bigger sin here is the religious aspect of it because you know, having worked in the food industry for so long, mm-hmm. it's so important to keep the food separate, yeah. completely separate. Uh you can't can't use the same utensils, you have to wash everything be- between every, you know, like and and if you're in a, an environment where you have an open kitchen, people will watch you because it's serious business because they are going to eternal damnation if they have a bacon dripping. One, well, especially in Brooklyn, because there's a high concentration of Jewish people, especially yeah. Orthodox, mm. that they're probably like, sweet, I can finally get something from a fast food restaurant. And mm-hmm. they can eat a cheeseburger that is not made of meat, where they normally cannot eat a cheeseburger. So this would be like a big win for them mm-hmm. yeah I, I i felt really bad bad for anyone who had those objections and got an impossible burger i feel bad for you if if you're just a, a vegetarian or vegan and, and got one but i really feel bad for you if uh if now if you think you're, you're going infidel. to hell yeah, yeah. <laughs> but i thought that there was also a note that said sorry this is actually real yeah, I think that they were told, like, the, the third-party vendor or whatever was told, like, oh, you need to tell them, which is supposed to be a <laughs> shitty position to put them in. Right. Uh, so right. I, I feel like they're they're told about it, but it just is, I don't know. I mean, it's like, you're not getting what you ordered. I, no. They should tell you're you. You're paying a they, lot of money for that. They should mm-hmm. tell you on, you know, this isn't available right now. Like, I know they talked mm-hmm. about this earlier, or later in the week about the Starbucks app. Sorry, Mike. But when I order Starbucks on the app, mm-hmm. which you should do if you're going to order it's Starbucks. It's the best thing the ever. best thing ever. Luke is <laughs> oh stupid. Uh, but they'll tell you if they're out of something. They're like, nope, not available. And so you just mm-hmm. know that my sous vide egg bites are not available. Right. At the best location. part about that Starbucks app is that you can be... Um, high maintenance with your drink exactly. and not have to say it out loud. <laughs> exactly. Right. Exactly. Right. You're like, I'm hiding behind the app. Right. Yes, I want light ice. I would never ask for light ice. In yeah, I feel person. like such a dick asking for light ice. But yeah, on there, I'm like, yes, please. Mom. <laughs> oh, my All goodness. Right. Okay, the other uh, story news you can use there was a study about people. Um, the, the notes here say people like to talk to strangers. I, I think what the point of the story was is that people don't want to talk to strangers, but after they do, they find it was a pleasant experience, which, um, I'm, I'm kind of on the fence about talking to strangers. I, I, you know, I don't hate it. I don't love it, 
but I almost always find that if I if I do, I don't regret it. Yeah. Um, because either I have a pleasant interaction, or I, you know, I encountered some bozo I can tell you guys about. Yeah, <laughs> I give a good story. <laughs> right. Um, I obviously do talk to strangers a fair amount, but um, I would say that I'm an extrovert generally but i always feel like when I'm, you think <laughs> but generally. it takes but i i i like to be it wow. takes a lot of energy for me i always feel like i have to put on a show a little bit when i'm talking to people mm. especially so i'm like exhausted by the end of it so sometimes i don't like talking to strangers because it means i'm gonna have to like be on for a time when i didn't think i was gonna have to be on so okay. i don't know i i feel kind of halfway about it but i do i always end up liking it especially if you know they have an interesting story or i love coincidences or like not like if you know somebody in common if you find like a commonality that's my favorite thing in the world so i like it but it just takes a lot of energy okay y'all no one else any opinions don't talk to me i don't shame <laughs> i, I put gonna... in fake earphones i'm oh, like i'll yeah. put in my earbuds it just to not talk to anyone and nothing's playing i shouldn't do you I... ever do you ever fake sleeping bus face to, to really <laughs> put people off <laughs> i would not no, talk I don't to you to ever if, if i saw that face I just uh, did an impression of that for my work the people at work <laughs> uh, it was pretty bad I I like talking to people. I just don't like being f- stuck in a situation where I have to. So like, yeah. um, I, flying to Boston this week, I ended up having a very pleasant conversation with uh, a flight attendant who I think was eager to have a conversation. She had just finished her book, and you know hadn't had a chance to pick up another one yet, and was in the middle of a long couple of days. And I was like, yeah, sure. You know, we had a nice chat. Um, but if I know I'm going to be on a flight that's fairly full. I will hunt the seat map to try to get an empty seat next to me in part because I just want to be able to not be wedged into a crappy little plane seat, but also to avoid having to have conversation with the guy next to me and flying home this week, the row in front of me was two business guys who were just, you know, they didn't know one another. Um, And I could tell that one of the guys clearly didn't want to talk and the other guy would not stop talking to him. And I was so Uh glad I didn't end up next to the chatterbox. Yeah. It's, it's, a, it's a one hour flight late at night at the end of the week. Everybody just wants to put our heads down and have a drink and go to sleep. Exactly. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Fake bus leaving face. <laughs> <laughs> I did uh, fall asleep. You know when you fall asleep and you do the nod? Yeah. I fell, <laughs> I fell asleep on the bus this week. And I did the nod and I bit my tongue. Oh! Because it was like oh. such an aggressive nod. Oh, I've pulled my neck muscles before. <laughs> oh, no. I'm just so yeah, embarrassing we... on the bus. Like, yeah. <laughs> Emily has an entire um, uh, Facebook um, album of pictures of me sleeping, which I <laughs> fucking hate. Fucking hate it. <laughs> That's fantastic. And she loves to like she'll pull one up and like turn her computer around at me and say, Hey, look at this motherfucker. How did why did you come on now? That's not right. I don't think that's right. That's like not getting someone's consent to record them. You know? <laughs> okay. <laughs> so my turn? Yes. Yes it is. Okay. So this topic is called T B T L friendos so 
I need to start this with, I love Andrew a lot. I am hashtag team Andrew. I tell him that all the time. We're Andrew loving house. Now I'm going <laughs> to talk about this. Okay. So this week we had um, a show with Genevieve, Nick Jern, Dyer. I don't know how to say his last name. Oxley. 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 And we find out early that they are going to do a live event together. And from the beginning, Andrew says, I wasn't going to talk about this. Okay. But then they spent the entire show talking about it. Yes. What yeah. was actually on the show sheet? We don't know. Yeah. Um, no idea. The, my big beef with this is Andrew they went out of his way. And this is great for, for his podcast. He went out of his way to find this flyer, contact the person, ask if they could be on, produce a whole show, get another one involved make stickers and art and everything. So we know that he has it in him. Why don't we have mm. this kind of thing for TVTL? That is his actual job. Yeah. Well, they, they wanted TVTL, right? Didn't they want TVTL and they, and TVTL couldn't, couldn't do, do it, it. So Andrew turned it around into a pitch for, they had their assistant Ooh. call right. and say that, that they couldn't do it. Right. But I'm just saying cancel. that Yeah, they reached out to him about TVTL, right? Or the or Luke or whatever. Right. And it was a no because they couldn't, which I understand because Luke hasn't been home in what weeks. <laughs> so that makes sense. We can't do that. So instead, he went out and pitched himself and then did this huge, a lot of work to do it. Uh, Why I, aren't they? And then they whine about like, we're not included in all these podcast fests. Well, you have to do some work. I, I totally agree. And I, I think maybe it's who he's paired with because, like, Nick and, you know, Genevieve and Dyer, like, it seems like they're kind of involved in, you know, wanting to push mm -hmm. their stuff forward. And Luke, sure. I mean, I love Luke, but it's more like he's like, no, we got to, like, keep it cool. Like, keep it cool. Yeah. You know, um, it's not, kids don't don't yeah. push their stuff. Yeah. I went to the... I went to the Northwest Nerd website today because I was trying to find Dyer's last name to put on the show sheet. Mm -hmm. And I saw in their About Us section that they were voted Seattle's most popular podcast on that stupid city voter thing that we came mm. in second place on a yeah. couple of years ago. <laughs> because I'm sure what they did is they actually tried to mobilize their listeners to, yeah, to do something right. for them. I think they were fin they were about in fourth place and then... Like Greg Smith changed his name to Dyer Oxley and it, like pushed their coolness factor over the top. No, is it, Chrissy, I agree with you. It seems it uh, he seems energized by other things, kind of not TBTL related sometimes. And I don't know if if that's because he feels like he's kind of in the passenger seat yeah, for TBTL, yeah. and that it's all and then it's kind of Luke's thing to drive that, which probably is the case. But it's not going to get done, and it's just going to be frustrating for, for everyone. He's but not they, ever pitching a story or a segment, or you know, it's besides that like stuff is quizzes. Luke, is yeah. Luke driven. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> and, yeah, uh, Reader's Digest. <laughs> um, what they did hint at is that there may be a live show coming near you soon. I, I, I was, all of a sudden I was like, are they going to do a touring? show i mean i know a lot they of should. podcasts that do that and yes they regularly they sell it out they should i don't i don't think they should i, really I don't. don't i think they should but they won't no i mean i they would 
maybe four or five cities, but there are yeah. a lot of TB tail yeah, deserts I mean. out there. No, you just okay. you need to, but see, you can do the work to see. Okay, because they know where yeah. their listeners yeah. are. You know, they know mm-hmm. where the yeah. where right. it's coming from. They don't need to go. I don't know to some you know Santa Fe or something like that. There's probably not a ton of listeners right, there. Right. But no, they uh, go to the five five biggest populations that are also close to other cities just, that where mm-hmm. people can come run yeah, those hot tips. Yeah, 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 exactly. No, that's exactly what they should do. And then, then it can broaden out. I mean, uh, we always talk, Phyllis and I talk about it, and Chrissy listens, and Who Weekly tours all the time, and they know where they can go. And then sometimes they will go to a place that, for whatever reason, just doesn't pop, and mm-hmm. they can't sell out the tickets, and then they probably won't go back there again. So then they just keep going to Boston, Seattle, D.C., Austin, you know, and kind of making the rounds there. And it seems to sell out pretty well. Well, Luke will make sure that they book phone booths you know, <laughs> so it does in every sell. city. Oh my God, it's so crowded in here. I can't even move my arms. There's a goth show after this. We got to get out of here. <laughs> I forgot about the goth show. Um, I can't wait to then, hear okay. Luke shouting out the weather for the, for the hot zips going forward. <laughs> every oh, podcast yeah. is going to start with the fact that it's overcast in D.C. and sunny yeah. in Chicago. Yes. Oh man. Um so then we have Pete Holmes who is a is a favorite of mine um which I I loved Luke's like story about this whole thing like the sweat stains on his shirt wearing the jacket um being too dumb to ask for a selfie like all of it was just my favorite. Um we got uh throw your phone from Justina. Pete Holmes can be such a wackadoo. I say that it is a regular you made it weird listener, so peace and love. But I give him credit for striving to move through the world in a way that makes sense that the world is a uh, in a way that makes the world a better place. So I loved hearing how he interacted with Luke and how that changed Luke's outlook in just a few minutes. And then could never ask for a selfie thing comes up and then Pete saves the day for asking for one for himself. Now I'd ponder whether Pete did that on purpose. He can be a big dum-dum. His words, not mine. But he also tends to pick up on when a, f- a fragile ego before him. Hmm. <laughs> um, I, did Did you guys watch Crashing? I didn't. I saw an episode, I think. Yeah. It's so good. Mm-hmm. I, the later seasons are better. But I know that he's playing like a hyper... Um, person like it's he's himself but also but i just like to think that that's what he is so i just imagine him doing that and or being interviewed by look but i think they do have a lot in common and because he didn't read the book or listen to anything that pete does he wouldn't know that but i i can't wait to listen to the interview to see if he got into how the first time he had sex in a car (laughs) at prom he got a girl pregnant i hope that he told that story because that could have fit into nice yeah you never forget your first time in a car (laughs) yeah (laughs) your first time procreating um i i don't listen to his podcast that occasionally i will but he did one um with this music i can't remember the musician's name but they were both from boston and it was a really really good conversation about boston and like what being from boston means and like your parents and how they kind of react to you. And I made Dave listen to it and Dave was like, wow, that was like really meaningful. And it was really deep because 
you know, like manhood in the Northeast or whatever. Anyway, it was it was really good. It made me kind of like him. Yeah, I, I enjoyed it. Um, and if you it, know which one that is, yeah, can I'll you find tell it. me? Yeah, I'll okay. find it. It was it was really good. Um, he his um interview on Dax was pretty good too. Uh, yeah, it was. It was really good. Yeah, it was really good. when he talked about how he was this youth pastor and he was like, "This is a lie. <laughs> my whole life is a lie, and I'm gonna have to tell my wife like." Uh oh, <laughs> you married a youth pastor, and that's not what I am anymore. It was really interesting, and it was really interesting because that is basically Jeremy's life, but he refuses to listen to Dax. So, um. <laughs> well, because uh, Chips was so bad. I mean, why? why what's his uh, objection? I think it's because he's too much like him. Oh, oh, I get you. Yeah, yeah. Um, same reason why he doesn't like Luke. Um. <laughs> So, and then on Friday, we have a lack of win Rosenfeld. I would love for him to actually be on. That would have been really interesting. I know. They had a great time with it, though. I really enjoyed how much they enjoyed. So funny. Yeah. (laughs) Um, I have a question. They said, we're trying to do a thing where Fridays are our friendos day. Is that really a thing? Like. They did That's the first like, time I heard it. Well, they did it like three times, two times maybe. So I guess they're like, oh, it's a trend. Uh, yeah. I kind of hope, wish it's a trend because like mm-hmm. we've sort of said in the past, I think that especially when it is somebody, you know, that they're comfortable with, that they don't necessarily have to explain what the deal is with TBTL. It works really well and it's mm-hmm. very comfortable, and mm-hmm. you know, and, and, and not necessarily a listener. But just someone who yeah knows what they're doing yeah. gets it, like yeah. Tom Tom Tangney or somebody like that. Exactly, you know? exactly. Like, oh, he hasn't Tangney. listened to the show probably ever, but he he know he knows Luke. He knows what the what the deal is. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Okay, I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> you did it, Chris. You I like did that. It. Yay. <laughs> well, take her down out of the high chair and we can clean up all these Cheerios later. Get the dog in here. They can. Uh... But he can right. get it up. Um, gotcha. <laughs> oh, um, I. This is such a silly um, topic that I brought up, but I. The subject is where in the world is you can't really do it, but it's like Lou Burbank. Um, I don't know I like why. It. I, like it. <laughs> I think that. I feel like such an old person, but I'm just amazed that they were in Australia two weeks ago, and this week alone he was in. Bellingham, Cleveland, Austin, which he must have been in Austin for like one second. Uh, Portland and Seattle. Like that's a, that is modern, you know, technology. That's really mm-hmm. impressive and exhausting, which is you can tell that that show the I think it was Tuesday. Man, he was like not having it like he was sort of done. Yeah. I think that show was about an hour long. Um, and it was just Luke dragging ass and I love to travel, but Bobby, I'm sure you can tell me, you know, you're do- going short distances, but it's, it can, it can get kind of exhausting after a while. Can it? Oh yeah, absolutely. And it's because you spend so much time waiting. I mean, I spent so yes. much more time trying to get home Thursday night than I did actually getting home. My flight was delayed by like three hours. It's a oh. one hour flight. Yeah. And so you just, you get bored of. Like, I get a lot of work done in airport lounges and in situations like that. I'm sure Luke is kind of the same way. When he's on his grind, he's sort of plugged in and working. But you can only do it for so long before you just sort of shut down. Yeah. It can be be grueling. And, I mean, I'm on short flights. But, I mean, if I was on these long cross-country flights like Luke, I would really be jockeying to get a seat with no one next to me. Seriously. Because you have to get Or first class. Yeah. Yeah. 
I well, I'll, I'll take a demotion. Like if I'm in like the midsection of a Delta flight, I'll go sit in the back if it means I can have no one next to me. Because I would rather just be able to shut down from the world than, you know. As I told the gate agent the other night, actually, because I was doing just that, I said, I'll take elbow room over leg room any day because I just yeah. don't want anyone next to me. For sure. <laughs> I, just, I, oh, I don't want to sure. have to be on anymore. No, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Um, anyway, I just, it just, we've sort of been talking about this and y'all talked about it on the Friday episode about how he really does have like hustle in him. I mean, we give mm-hmm. him a lot of shit and sometimes I think it, it makes tbtl lack a little bit but he is hustling to make whatever career he wants to have happen so um like good on him because that's a lot and i know he likes to be at home and i don't think he's going to be at home much this summer uh i've always admired luke for being on his grind that's that's the part about luke that i love the most is when he's you know working his charms to move up yeah Yeah. for sure LRB breaking news. I see we're reading the same bulletin. Jeremy is already trying to give this car away. What? Christy, you said you wanted a door prize for the picnic. Oh my God, what? Uh, you guys should give this car away at the end of my trip. LRB car giveaway. That in quotes, just the word car. It's a real <laughs> gem. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, grammar is funny. Oh, God, I love Plus, grammar. it's a manual. So, oh, does he not drive a manual? No, he does. He loves it. Yeah, oh, he God, thank He's God. He's saying that that's a selling worse. point. Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. That's a selling point. Yeah, so we'll take, awesome. We'll That's not the, a selling point for a lot of people, Jeremy. No. It's not a selling point. We'll take the 30 to 50 people who are going to come to the LRB picnic, fingers crossed. Then we'll narrow it down to the people who know how to drive a stick. So three to five people at the picnic. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then he says, oh, I, wait. You know what? You know what, Bobby? I I can drive a stick, but I, I don't know if I could do it with these sticks. Yeah. You know oh, what I mean? Like I can, yeah. I can barely operate the... the, the the automatics if he brings this home though i might actually finally learn how to drive one this is the way to learn it's a good car to learn yeah Yeah, exactly always learn how to drive (laughs) stick on a transmission you don't care about right (laughs) a transmission that you hate uh the the uh car that i learned how to drive stick on did not have the uh the rpm gauge and so i had to learn by ear and once you learn how to drive a car with none of the gauges you can drive any stick Mm -hmm. yeah You'll know. Yep. You'll, you'll know when you're killing it. You'll feel it. <laughs> uh, Jeremy writes, oh, wait, this trip is the Nerd Out Loudathon. Please pay me for it. <laughs> <laughs> and then he asks if we want a field wow, report from that's a parking awesome. lot of a bar in the middle of nowhere. Uh, of course we do. Please send he'll a probably see. He'll definitely see more listeners uh in his road trip than, than they did on Australia. Yeah. I'm telling him if he records us a voice memo, I'll tack it onto the end of the show. So listen for that at the end of the show, unless he doesn't do it and then there won't be one. <laughs> We're recording a live call-in like show. <laughs> oh my gosh. On Friday, how funny was it when someone wrote in and said, stop 
like what did it say snooch in your nooch to yeah. to luke and he goes um I, the show was recorded and andrew goes i think he's trying to tell you for future like, yeah like, what did he think yeah that was a blinding glimpse of the obvious oh you know? uh, they just don't want to hear it anymore like, yeah. no more i'm glad someone said that uh, all right uh, on to throw another cliche on the Barbie. I, I actually put a pin in this. We were talking about it before we started recording about albums because Andrew is talking about downloading and playing full length albums on their non-connected parts of their drive in Australia. But I think we should actually, we should put a pin in that. I should ask the listeners if they have full length albums that they still like listening to end to end, or if they have any particular you know what would be mm-hmm. great is if there was a podcast where we could ask people about music that they like on a theme <laughs> and then play it. Mm-hmm. Um, Crossover episode. Yeah. So I'm going to I'm gonna hold on to this one. But listeners, if you have thoughts about full albums, email us or, or I'll make a form or something. And we'll either do it as and part they, of a Final Friday or we'll do a crossover with E&E. Don't be afraid to send in the albums that you regret listening to in full over and over and over it at some point in your life when you were dumb. Yes, because 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 I have those regrets. Absolutely, mine are mostly like there's like 38 hours I could have back if I didn't, (laughs) you know, play that Alice Cooper album. Uh, You probably wouldn't have robbed banks if you didn't listen to that. (laughs) Right. All right. So we'll come back around to albums you regret and such. Uh, We have to talk about this. Mike, stop, stop. (laughs) Tangents. Upon tangents, uh, <laughs> thank God uh, Luke went off on a tangent about Robert Haft, whom uh, he said founded Half Price Books, which um, just he was just <laughs> conflating um, with the guy's name. And and but you know to be fair, books uh, are in common with Half and Haft. <clears throat> okay, but but th- these commercials, I mean, it made. It got me laughing because these commercials that would play um, in Seattle, and I, I, th- I think this was Crown Books was, I think they might have been a national bookseller at this point, and they were strip mall. They weren't like uh, Barnes and Noble or Barn and Nobles, as the people in my family like to say. Um, these, <laughs> you know, bigger standalone whatevers. It was, you know, it was just. It was a larger space in a regular strip mall, and it was Crown Books. And the the thing that was remarkable was this guy, Robert Haft, did his own spots, and he would have a stack of books next to him. I'm just doing this from memory. I have no idea if any of this plays out if you look up the ads, which I haven't done yet. But, you know, he holds up some books and tells you, you know, how much how much they are, you know, how much they are at this at the big retailers and how much they are at crown books. And the guy, he gives off a gangster vibe, or at least he did at the time. And it was just like the juxtaposition of a gangster trying to sell you literature <laughs> was very funny to me and my friend Bill in college. And we had a solid 20 to 25 minutes uh, of Robert Haft just talking about how, you know, maybe Maybe you don't care so much where your books come from, and uh, you just want a good price. Crown uh, books, you know. Come come talk to us at Crown Books. Uh, maybe maybe we'll get you a dozen of these books, you know, because he doesn't understand that you just want to read a book. 
you know, he he thinks you might want to buy books in volume because he you know he, he doesn't come from a you know a literary background. So um, it just put me in mind of of those of those fun times that I had, and I immediately sent a message to Bill and then Luke and Andrew, just uh, thanking them for those memories because Robert Haft, man, I need to look that up after we get off here and and just. Mm, Start doing all my old routines to the dogs. <laughs> I forget if I brought this up recently. I think I may have, but there's a mattress store in the Buffalo area called Extreme Discount Mattress. And all the commercials. <laughs> Extreme Mattress. I don't know. <laughs> Discount. Well, I don't want yeah, okay, I can get behind extreme that. while <laughs> I'm sleeping. <laughs> Let's tone down the extreme. Their slogan is, we sell mattresses for less, a lot less. And it's just this guy with, like, he's bald on top, but he's got the hair on the sides pulled back a little bit. And, and he's got a, a sort of goatee going on. And he aging wears, hippie look? He wear, yeah, oh, sorry. Sort aging of. drug dealer look is what we call <laughs> exactly. it. Exactly. He's wearing a, he's usually wearing like a V-neck t-shirt with a, with a sport coat over it. And he, and he shoots <laughs> hey, all of it. He shoots all of his commercials in one take. Like you can tell that they just pointed a camera at him. He's not wearing any makeup or anything. And he's talking about mattresses and he just goes, the other guys will sell you this piece of crap. And then he shows you a mattress he bought from another store. And here's what we're selling at that price. And he's, his whole shtick is like, no bullshit. Just come buy a mattress here. It's cheap, but he it's, it's so poorly. They're so poorly made. I'll try to find one and put it in the show notes. And yes, I actually remember to do it. Um, <laughs> they're incredible i mean they're, i would never buy a mattress from him because i feel like you're gonna walk out uh i don't know he's gonna steal your social security number but <laughs> these things are all over town he's apparently very popular you know what my favorite local commercial is from that well from your old hood is bernie and phil's i've only like been oh, yeah. in boston for a little bit but it's like bernie and phil's quality comfort price that's nice. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Just made me think of it. Once in a while, you know, we come into some books. And, you know, we decided... Never mind where they came from. Open a place where you could, like, get them books and, you know, please, you know, help yourself to the low prices. But questions, we're not so good about the questions, okay? Like... Mike, with Chromebooks, didn't wasn't it the case that sometimes like the UPC was cut out of like well, the back? <laughs> well, you have to cut a few corners, you know, if you're going <laughs> to offer these great discounts, so you can enjoy your literature. So, we used to resell CDs. overall positive, is what I'm saying. You know, this is like a net. Positive is what we're saying here over at Crown Books. You have my word on that. I am Robert Half. <laughs> Crown Books. Go Seahawks. Half my CD collection in college had the notch in the side of it because they came from the radio station. <laughs> because they were the like the free trial CDs. I'm sure that's why the UPC was cut out. They were all the books that Luke was selling back. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Something like Luke that. was heavily. He was a part of the Crown Books Syndicate. I mean, he he had, he he was a cog in the <laughs> Crown Books Syndicate. <laughs> uh, our bus listed this week. 
I always said Thursday. I thought Thursday was good. It was like realizing stuff. No, yeah. I normally normally I would say, you know, I tend to like the ones where there are people, other people on it because I think it livens it up. But I don't know. It just felt like it was so insular on Tuesday with the four of them that I don't. I, and I really don't care that much about lucid dreams, and I just don't care that much about it. I don't. I don't think it's kind of bullshit. So I thought Thursday. I, I don't know. I kind of liked it. One of these days, Genevieve's going to put her finger right through her other hand and she's going to end up in the emergency room. (laughs) Stigmata. (laughs) See, see, yeah, Thursday, Pete Holmes talk. And also, we didn't really get into it too much, but Kool-Aid collecting and tasting. Oh, yeah. 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 Mm -hmm. A bunch of nerds. Um. (laughs) Uh, Mike? Well, I think we got one of these in real life this week on TBTL. Housekeeping! Housekeeping! You want talk job? Um, buy stuff from us. Buy the merch at littleredbandwagon.com uh, Archive Project. I, I hate to bring this up, Christy, but it feels like the Archive Project is not going well. True. <laughs> the archive project can just be called Anne's side work at this point. <laughs> like she's mm. the only one Guys, doing help it. Anne out. Oh, this Anne is out. horrible. Yeah, no, we need to get back on it because they just keep producing more and more and more. Unless do we have to pay you people. Do we have to use jam money to? Do, I mean, <laughs> come on. Unless no? Andrew loses his job at APM, then <laughs> then he said he'll do it. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Buy stuff from Amazon uh, through our link. Uh, and then earbuds and earworms this week. What should be played at your funeral? I saw Ooh. this and and, and I, I gave it a lot of thought and it was too much. It was overwhelming because then you start, you know, you, you're backtracking from the music to, you know, your demise and you start. That's It's too much for me. I can't do it. I can't do it. There was a time like when when death wasn't imminent, you know, when you're not an old <laughs> Where you're like, yeah, you play. This is my funeral. Now you're like, this is too real. This might be playing next week. I don't want it. You know. Bye 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 by NSYNC. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. Guys. Is that's that mine. the is that the one? Um, we've talked about. Um, let's do let's do an after these messages episode right now. Um, it, I think it's Geico, and there's a guy who took his karaoke machine to the Antarctic uh, weather station. And I think he's singing. Oh, I, he's singing. I want it that way. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. and different he's singing band. it over and over and over <laughs> and over. And everyone's just he's driving them all crazy. And this one guy who they say Kevin, stop! And Kevin is just opening the door to just expose himself to the elements to get away from the from the bye 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 karaoke. <laughs> and there's friends pulling back in. Um, they're killing it with those ads, yeah, man. They're killing they are. It. They really are. Um, well, that's... Oh, you have a tattoo? Uh, You don't work? (laughs) Those are great. Those are really good. (laughs) Um, okay, guys, get involved. Do the Archive Project. But also, our website is littleredbandwagon.com. Uh, throwyourphone.com. Y'all been doing an awesome job. Um, come to our Facebook page. Bobby's posting really good, um, Oreo content, which will be featured probably at our picnic. Mm -hmm. Um, we're gonna buy a sampling of the weirdo oreos we're so gonna spend tens it. of dollars on oreos for the, for the LRB picnic. Should, there's a lot going on for this for this picnic i'm i'm excited for this i've booked 
by the way. I think I need to start buying them now because there's seasonal ones. Yes. Yeah. Like I need to get the spring ones just in case. Yeah. Oh, the spring Oreos. Now uh, (laughs) now I'm mad. I'm starting to get mad. (laughs) Well, but they they have to clear them off the shelves because they have to make room for the cool ranch Oreos that come in any day now. Sure. Yeah. (laughs) What are the gross for the for summer? What are the gross marshmallowy? Why can't I remember the name? The peeps. Yes, it's like I bet there are peeps Oreos. There have to be. There are. I fucking hate peeps. There are. Um, okay, but have you had them toasted on a campfire? I mean, if there's chocolate also involved, then maybe I'm okay with it. But I hate. Is peeps. there? Is there a Necco Oreo, or did those? Or did the Christie'll make whoever it. whoever tested it choked to death, and they were like, "I oh, don't know, that's that's not going to work." Uh, okay, the show Twitter is at LRB Podcast. Um, email us at littleredbandwagon at gmail dot com. Maybe don't do a voicemail or text because I think uh, we, we lost our lease. We lost, we lost our lease. Our lease. Yeah. Oh, so instead, fax us. That was my burner account. I can't believe it. Fax us you at 617-354-8513. That is our, we are in the 90s. Go back there. Yeah. That's how we're communicating now. That, that voicemail Are we ever going to talk line. about that picture? Oh, God. No. I mean, we don't save, have to do it here. Let's but, save it for the Friday show. We, yeah. 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 Right. Yeah. Uh, the inner two but, numbers. But we got one, people. We got one. <laughs> we got one. Yes, we did. Um, oh, I also wanted to add promo. Um, real quick that Everyone Wants to Rule the World was the song from Real Genius. Oh. 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 Sorry. There you go. God, I hate that song so much. I hate it. Reminds me of Dennis Miller. Not de- No, it's uh, what's his face? Not Dennis Miller. What's the other douchebag on HBO? Um, the Bill little Mar. white. Yeah, Bill Maher. I think he used that for. Mm. They're, the, they're, the, they're conflated in my brain. Um, okay, fax us at six. It reminded me of, of all the women in the late '80s that I was trying to sleep with that wouldn't sleep with me, and wow. you know, wait, what? They were cooler than me, and they liked they liked Tears for Fears, and I couldn't compete. So, um, I hate that song so much. <laughs> fax us at six one seven three five four eight five one three, and with that, Christy, get us out of here. Until next time, this is the next party. Don't rush me out of here. (laughs) Start playing the music. (laughs) 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 Nailed it. (laughs) I have three more jokes. I wrote them down and everything. (laughs) Just kidding. I would never write down a joke. Greetings, LRB fam. (laughs) How are you guys doing? Uh, I'm out here on a road trip. 
Uh, I'm in the parking lot of a Walmart right now, so I'm I'm kind of whispering because I heard they don't like it when you uh, when you record inside Walmart. Um, so I don't want to get in trouble for that, but thankfully they do let you sleep in your car in the parking lot. So, uh, so I'll be doing that for a little bit here, uh, until the humidity wakes me up, I guess. Uh, I feel like a lot of these problems that I had on this trip could have been solved with, uh, with a Google search, but, uh, you know. I like to keep myself guessing. So, uh, hey guys, I was actually wondering if you could give me some money for this trip, um, uh, for, for LRB, um, because I'm driving, I'm driving across the country here to, uh, to celebrate you guys. So I was wondering if you could, if you could, uh, wire me some money or something. Uh, that'd be great. You can, um, you know, a couple of you know my phone number. Uh, so feel free to reach out and let me know the details on how you're going to get that. And uh, have a great week. Power out.